Hello, everyone, and welcome to E Equals MC Paired, a podcast that crafts effective, motivated creatives seeking refuge from procrastination and mediocrity. I'm your host, Kimberly Gray, and can you believe that we are day 29 of 31 days in the month of March? It just seems like this month flew by so fast, and I want to ask you something. What have you accomplished this month? I really want you to take some time to look back at the past 29 days that you were blessed with this month and measure your success. Just take a look at it. Think of all the things that you said you were going to do. What did you accomplish? And after that, I want you to challenge yourself to match your progress. So if there was five things that you did, do five more things, but I want you to add two more to that, two more impactful tasks that you would like to accomplish in April. April is... When I think of spring, I think of April and it is a season of blooming things and all those ideas that lie dormant this winter deserves exposure no matter what phase you're in, whether it's the, um, whether it's just something you're thinking of, whether you've written it down, just do something that can give you more exposure. And that could be something as simple as inviting a friend to lunch or a park, uh, a coffee shop to enjoy the wet, well, the coffee, the park would be to enjoy the weather, the coffee shop to enjoy some coffee and talk about your goals and receive some good quality feedback. By now, I do hope that you've identified who that person is in your world and just take some time to utilize your connection and hold each other accountable. You both deserve that. So let's get into the quote of the week. This quote comes from Mr. Eric Thomas, who I was blessed to be able to hear him speak um, at my husband's job fair he had uh, a few years ago. And this um, young man is a very motivational speaker. He is one of those individuals that when you hear him speak, you just are ready to move and do something. And the quote that I wanted to share from him this week says, fall in love with the process and the results will come. When you hear that, a lot of times I think what happens is the hesitation in many attempts and in execution comes from the process. It's not the idea that overwhelms us. The idea always seems to look great and sound great. But when we get down to writing it out and that process is you know, slaps us in the face. We're like, oh my gosh, is this attainable? Is it the right time to do this? Am I able to even have the, you know, the tools and and the things necessary to get this done? And I, I think it is very important to fall in love with that process. Don't look at it as a task, but look at it as a learning opportunity, an opportunity to really utilize your gifts and utilize your talents to get this thing done and not only utilize it by yourself, use other people in the process because there are so many individuals out there who are looking for opportunities, not for any particular gain, but just looking for opportunities to practice their craft and to stay current in what they're doing. And if you fall in love with the process, the results will come. It's not even anything that you probably will focus on. It'll just fall in your lap because you are doing the process. And I really, really was inspired by this quote because I myself have found that a lot of times I do, I'm guilty of seeing the amazing opportunity, getting discouraged with the process and never getting the results. But when you actually say, okay, great idea, but hey, 
Let me fall in love with the process. Let me fall in love with what it takes to get it done. Because when you adapt to what it takes to get it done, you can do it over and over and over again because the results will come. So I just really wanted to share that quote with you guys. I hope that it inspires you and encourages you to do something great, especially with this task that I've given you to really amp it up for the month of April. So this week's topic is called Let Love Be Your Guide, Finding Your Passion Project. I want you to place yourself in a time that maybe currently when you were working at a job, when it may be in your current job, or it could have been a job that you simply were not happy with. Now think of the things that you found yourself drawn to that gave you excitement, joy, and motivation. So basically what I'm trying to say is, think about the things you were doing when you were supposed to be doing work. <laughs> I think in most cases, these things were not work-related at all, at all. They could have been Maybe you were spending time looking up information on a purchase that you wanted. You were online shopping. You were taking work time to write out a business plan. Um, Spending time on a particular shopping website that you shouldn't have been on. Watching YouTube videos. I mean, let's not act like we all have not done this for one reason or the other. Some more than most. Um, But there is someone listening right now that I know has a journal that they keep in their work bag dedicated to those other things. Um, For me, I had about five of them. So with that being said, I'll just be transparent and I'll raise my hand in guilt and reflect on my thing. For me, it was always either looking up content writer jobs, uh, freelancing, typing out business plans, writing projects in a Word document, and even being bold enough to use the work email to forward it to myself to my email account. Now, (laughs) I do feel bad for spending good company time uh, working on these things. However, I honestly was just not happy with my job on many occasions. And I made excuses by saying, well, I'll just do it in between calls or I'll just do it on my break time. But the truth is, I was working for a institution that believed in me and I'm sitting here not feeling the same way. Um, I know a poignant part of it was I was working for a financial institution and prior to that I worked in sales and I continuously found myself putting energy into things when I could have been working towards being a better employee. Now my goofing off is nothing that I'm proud of. I did realize that I was taking jobs to get by, like many of us do, but what the ideal job looked like for me, I didn't feel like qualified for, or at the time I didn't feel like I had enough experience. And that was like the biggest lie ever. Because why would I spend so much time goofing off, quote unquote, doing other things if I didn't believe that? I mean, that's all I did. I was I was moving towards doing things that I shouldn't have been doing instead of doing the things that I was paid to do. I was constantly filling journals with with invention ideas, workshop ideas, events, just really displaying creativity upon creativity. And you know why I never did anything with it? Because I didn't see it as a priority. I just simply saw them as possibilities. My corporate job was the priority that I really 
that I didn't really respect yet. I mean, I drove 35 minutes back and forth to get there every day. I paid daycare so that my children were looked after and being nurtured by another adult other than my husband and I. And I saw my job as a means of providing a check to pay bills and, you know, put money into my bank account. And I saw everything else as extracurricular and something that was meant for later. I didn't believe that those possibilities had the ability to take care of me in the right now. And that was my big, big mistake. So not only was I shortchanging myself, but I was not being fair to my employers. Now, I'm not encouraging anyone to make any drastic moves at this point, but I do want you to open your minds and heart to something that I found. In order for you to find happiness in your work, you need to believe that the work that you are doing has promised to take you where your heart desires. I'm not saying that it will make you happy. Let's make that very clear because I think that's a big misconception. It will not make you happy right away because everything that you aspire has growing pains. But if you've taken a job knowing full well that your heart is not in it, then it's time to figure some things out. I am fortunate that I have a very observant husband (laughs) and he realized my truth in the beginning, even when I didn't realize my truth. And the truth was I was more concerned about proving points Like I can do this if I just work harder, I'll make my targets, I'll make my numbers, I can make this work. You just have to believe in me. But he and I both knew that that was not the case. And I am forever grateful that my husband supported me in doing something that I love and helped me get to the point where I was able to move on. Now, your passion project is a lot like a marriage. Nowhere did anyone guarantee happiness. I can't find it anywhere, actually. I can't find it even in the good book. I can't find it in the Bible. The Bible doesn't even say that marriage will give you happiness. Um, I've never found it in experience. But one thing I know, just like a marriage, if your heart is in it, if you see the potential and are willing to work hard to make it work, things will progress. Now, you'll go through many phases like marriages where you're questioning your path, you're struggling with changes and doubt and everything else that comes with it, along with the beautiful things. Don't get me wrong. Marriage is awesome. But the standout thing is that it makes you know that you can rely on the faith that you have. You can say to yourself, I have faith that this path is worth fighting for. It's worth the bumps, the bruises the sleepless nights because I need it and it serves my purpose, period, with a T at the end. (laughs) The reason I think many of us feel stuck in our careers is because we are taking advantage of a situation rather than taking risks to work towards something we desire and have a passion for. We are having to build something from the ground up that takes dedication, ownership, and perseverance. And that can be scary. So like a relationship, I want you to ask yourself, where are you in your career? Are you waking up every day connected to a career that you know is not in any way tied to the things that give you purpose and joy? Or are you willing to take out a pen and paper and ask yourself the hard questions so that your path can be 
redirected to place you in line with gratitude and fulfillment because man, that's all we want. So there's three questions that I want you to answer. And if you're driving right now, just answer them in your mind. I'm going to break it down this way. I'm going to, I'm going to ask three questions, but I'm going to ask the first two. Um, the first one I want you to think about, and if you have a pen and paper, write it down. Am I satisfied with my career? That's a, a yes or no. And the second one is, is it aligned with my purpose in any way? Now, Think about those answers and keep that in your head. And the third question is more, um, you have to kind of think this one out. You want to ask yourself, if I had the choice to promote myself, what would my role be? And would it be in in this particular line of work that you're currently in? So let me say that again, because I know that could have been a little bit confusing. If I had the choice to promote myself, What would my new role be and would it be in this particular line of work? So the first two questions that I asked, if you answered no to either of those, you owe yourself and your company the dignity of moving forward. It's just the right thing to do. Not in haste or without planning, but come up with an exit plan that allows you to move forward in an ethical way, as well as align yourself with your place where you're with your replacement position. So when I say you owe yourself and your company, again, I'm not saying that this is something that you're just going to pick up and feel bad about. Like, oh my gosh, I'm just using my company to get a check because, hey, we've all been there. I mean, I've been there. But what I am saying is start making moves to get you to a position where you're not doing that anymore. It can take three months. It can take six months. It can take the time that it needs to take as long as you are in the mindset that, look, this is not the right thing for me, nor is it the right thing for my company. And I'm not doing myself justice or them justice just by being a seat filler. And as for the final question, I urge you to purchase a notebook or journal, and I want you to title it with that position that that you selected for yourself. And I want you to practice written and spoken daily affirmations and take notes based on individuals, articles, research of other individuals that can help you realize the steps you need to take to allow you to feel passionate about your career path. That's the whole thing. That's the message that I really wanted to convey today is I want everyone to feel a sense of love when it comes to what you're doing. I think that is what makes people truly happy. And in a lot of cases, it's not even about the money. You could literally be doing something that may not have that salary amount on that job offer. And you may have to come down a little bit. But when I tell you happiness is so much sweeter It is so much sweeter because people see it in you. They see it on you and they want to work with you. So even if you're starting from scraps, even if you're starting from the bottom, people want to be around happy people and they're going to want to work with you. And before you know it, the amount of things that you were doing and the amount of money that you're making and the feeling and the happiness and the satisfaction that you have in your life, you won't even see a number on it because it's just going to feel so great. So again, I just want to remind each and every one of you to fall in love with the process 
and the results will come. Thank you again for tuning in to yet another episode. And remember, effectiveness equals motivation by creatives paired. Apply the equation and manifest nothing short but amazing.